Grab your highlighters. Can't find them? They're probably right there in your pocket protector. It's time for that early childhood nerd podcast. Let's get nerdy. Here's Heather. Hi everybody, it's Heather. The episode that you're about to listen to was recorded at the first ever That Early Childhood Nerd Sleepover when uh, four, not all of the nerds, but four of uh, the nerds joined me in Indianapolis for a three-day slumber party. Uh, As you listen, you may notice that the tone um, and the recording quality is a little bit looser than other episodes, Um, maybe a little bit more spontaneous. Uh, but the quality of the discussion, uh, I think you'll you'll still really um, appreciate. Um, I love these brilliant, funny, passionate people so much. Um, it was a, an honor and, and so much fun to sit around an actual uh, kitchen table or coffee table. We did a little lot both um, and record these episodes instead of just looking at each other on Zoom and being with each other in real life. And I hope that when you listen... Uh, you will feel like you are also sitting around the table with these brilliant, funny, passionate people. Um, And I hope that you enjoy our sleepover sessions. Work through the hard times. (laughs) Yeah. It was just a trick to get people to talk to me. It worked. Mm -hmm. It worked. Mm -hmm. Parlayed it into this sweet podcast gig. What was, like, your biggest article, Facebook share, whatever, before the podcast. Oh, before, before the before podcast? It. I don't remember. I know what it was after the podcast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, that's the fuck What was it? Uh, I shared a page, a picture of a page from Tamar Jacobson's Everyone Needs Attention book, and it got like... I have heard non-early childhood people talk about seeking connection, and I was like, yes. Weird. And, and she ended cool. up ending up, she ended up ending up on um, some... It's a morning show. Why are, yeah. why are we doing this? Because of you? <laughs> because of you? Because of the you wanted, you talked about the importance wow. of seeking attention, and it mm-hmm. got attention. Yes, That's it like got attention. So well, it wasn't. Deep. It was about, uh, what if instead of saying connection, seeking attention, oh, said, yeah, yeah, seeking yeah. connection. Right, right. And everybody loved it. Oh, shit. That actually is the first time That's I tomorrow. connected mm. with you. I just didn't Wait, really? put it together that that was you. Yeah. Until just now. For the record, I still don't follow Heather on Facebook. <laughs> I don't think I fo- Oh, no, I'm, we're not friends. Bum, bum, bum. I like to think we're friends in real life. Though. Yeah, I don't we, don't, we don't need virtual Do we need labels. to get out the persona? That's not what you said at the airport. <laughs> That's not what you said at the airport. What's happening right now? Oh, I think we're going... I think is Heather this... here is going to start oh. the episode soon. Mm-hmm. Hello everyone, it's Heather Burnt-Santi, and this is another episode of That Early Childhood Nerd. Today I have with me Tiffany Pearsall. Mm-mm. No, remember we're pseudonyms, or no. Shit. Yeah. That's, not, uh, that's not who I am. I, I thought Tiffany sorry, would just say hello. Wrong. It's not Tiffany. Hello. I thought Tiffany was girl. here. Wasn't nope. it? Tiffany isn't I here. This is Carol Gumbert-Murray. Maybe you've heard of her. Hello, Hello, Carol. Hi, Heather. How are you doing today? I'm good. I didn't know you were going to be on the podcast today. That's... 
I suck. And I okay, quit. But just do your Heather laugh. <laughs> That's not That's it. That's one of them. That's the dad That's laugh. one. That's the dad laugh. <laughs> you don't have to go that yes, close to the does. microphone. <laughs> 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 like, Let's see, here's the brow. Yeah, and we want to feel it in our feet. This was a bad idea. Um, I'm the evil Carol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I demand attention. Also with us is the other. I think we should just do it normal. I can't yeah. keep up, Heather. Hard. Well, All we right. could keep the intro, though. Well, I'm okay. yeah. the real Heather Brent Santee. Mm -hmm. And we're at Nerd Sleepover TM. Woo mm -hmm. woo! And really, it's Liz Nolasco. Hello. Bethany Corey. Hey. <laughs> Mike Huber. Hello. And Carol Carbone and Murray. <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Tiffany, but um, this is our homage. Mm hmm. Our homage. Um, if you hear crunching, it's Tiffany eating snap. They're delicious. Mm -hmm. So and we're nutritious. gonna and nutritious. We're gonna talk about uh, grit, right? Mm -hmm. um, for context, we're it's at an Airbnb in Indianapolis, in mm -hmm. having a big old sleepover, mm -hmm. <clears throat> drinking tequila, getting gritty, <laughs> and hating grit. And our quote comes from. Oh, you were supposed to Google the quote. I thought we got a quote. No, we got a quote. Oh, from we were gonna get Remus's quote. Oh yeah, yeah, Remus. So uh, Remus, uh, my 19-year-old, uh, was asked to give words of wisdom to other kids <clears throat> as they graduated high school. And they said, it's not failure to stop doing something. Quitting can be self-compassion. Mm -hmm. So right. right on Remus. That is great. Right on Remus. So um, is it fair to say that you all fucking hate grit as much? Yeah. Did you, were you planning a Tiffany capitalist rant? Tiffany's not here. Oh. What is can we, <laughs> can we, can we dial Tiffany in? Beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> what does grit have to do with capitalism? Well, grit is the way of saying we need peons to do work on, with, like, Forever. Mm. I disagree. I think it is <gasps> capitalism's way of saying you deserve the shit that you already get. Like, you deserve to have nothing. It's your fault for not working harder. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's yeah. your fault for not working harder. Okay, mm -hmm. but... Um, Either way, we why, don't like capitalism. We don't right? like and capitalism. therefore, disability like is, mm -hmm. like, basically an imposition. And if pe people are really nice, if they give you anything. Exactly, right. mm -hmm. yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but in early childhood, specifically... When we're talking about grit, we're talking about this rhetoric that um, we have to push kids harder, right? We have to. Yeah. We have or to like when something happens grit. that yeah, tough they enough. have to be tough. They have to develop. Grit. Their mm -hmm. their their schoolwork we needs to eyes. be hard. Yeah, or we rub sand in their eyes. Yeah, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Right, mm -hmm. metaphorical sand. And that sucks. Um, and that sucks. It sucks, and and but it does. I mean, it does feed what you're talking about. This whole idea that if we can just be tougher on kids, they'll be better adults someday. Because ultimately, all we need is good adults. We don't, mm -hmm. we don't need anything and, about the and children. good adults are defined by what they produce, right. rather yes. than any other characteristic mm -hmm. or quality. Yeah, and and I will say, like people with ADHD or autism, where just like the sensory stimulus of a classroom is stressful mm. and uses up their spoons but then they're told well you just aren't trying hard enough or 
Oh, the you'll words, be fine. You know, that sort right. of thing. In the words of my parents, it's not ADHD. She just hasn't been spanked enough. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. I had a, I had a former colleague um, who was a, a, a college teacher, but not in early childhood, but he was a faculty, who was, like, really proud that he was teaching grit to his students by assigning so much coursework at the beginning of the semester that those who couldn't do it would drop and the rest of them would somehow learn grit. And he yeah. like he was seriously thinking that this is what's going to teach them to be gritful, successful students. All I have Gritty to do is get rid of the failures. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, no one's saying it out loud like he did, but that's essentially right, yeah. the way we're dividing children when we talk about grit. Mm-hmm. We find the children who will be successful by weeding out the ones who cannot be successful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if nothing else, school is supposed to be about helping the 2%. Right. <laughs> yeah. Forget the rest. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what universal design is? Just... Yes. yes. Yeah. And individuation is figuring out which kids you need to like kick their asses to make sure that they're you know hitting the mark and right. it's their fault when... Yeah, well, you know. and, yeah, or more than anything, just feel bad about themselves because mm-hmm. you're never going to measure up. Because there's nothing that's going to make you do better... Than feeling bad. Than feeling mm-hmm. bad about yourself. This is the best podcast episode ever. <laughs> it's so dark already. So what do we do instead? Maybe we should yeah. go to that. Anti-grit. What is the Let's anti-grit? talk about anti-grit. Empathy. Empathy. Yes. Compassion. Wait, there was a chant. What was the chant? Oh, right. What was it? Did you do empathy, the chant? Empathy. No. Did about... I say like... Quit and grit. I know that Yeah, rhymed. like it's okay to quit. Anti-grit. Anti-grit. It's okay to quit. <laughs> It really isn't that good of a chance, actually. I like it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I'd pick Catchy. it with that. Yeah. Oh. Uh oh. Really? Wants the face I, time. Time. I don't think we can, can Sorry, we? Sorry, listeners. Hold on. We're going to pause. <laughs> and we're back. So here's a quote from a neurodivergent adult. That I thought kind of has something to do with this. It says, I miss having hobbies instead of coping mechanisms. Oh, shit. Mm. So I just thought like that kind of... Yeah. I know we're talking about early childhood, but hearing it from a grown-up, that I think... Yeah. A Mm grown-up. A grown-up. I mean, what are they if not a grown-up? Well, yeah, no, it's true. But, I mean... Yeah. It sounds like a kid way of saying Mm -hmm. adult. Mm -hmm. So now we're talking about hustle culture. But isn't that what we're doing to kids? Isn't that what we're doing right now? Right, right, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just I think adults are usually more... Not you two personally. (laughs) But like we're making a podcast for fun. Is this hobby or is this side hustle? This is play. It's really chosen. Uh This is really chosen. motivated. Uh Yeah. Anytime. Uh Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like it's side hustling? No, I I wouldn't say like us specifically, no. But I feel like there is an element of it. It's like you got to develop your classroom brand. Oh. Like that's some side hustle shit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but and then, so what is, like... I don't think it's... I mean, I think it's fine to have, like, an idea of what you want to do, a challenge, a goal, whatever, sure. and you want to do it. But if you decide, you know what, I, I'm done doing this. You do this for a few years. Enrollment isn't going the way you want, or you have to compromise what you're doing. Yeah. You decide, I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> Seeing it as a failure, that's kind of going into this grit thing of, oh, you just didn't have enough grit. But saying, mm-hmm. no, it wasn't what I... It wasn't fulfilling anymore. It wasn't fulfilling, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
That's where I, that's where I think the difference yeah. is. It's not you don't follow through on things. Yeah. Like persistence, I think, is different than grit in that way. Mm, mm-hmm. For sure. Well, it's who's imposing it. Yeah. Is it? I mean, it's motivation. I guess that's back to the intrinsic motivation. But I remember a couple of years ago when I was wanting to start a digital magazine, and I was talking to somebody else about it. We still can if you want to. At the time, it wasn't working, but I was talking to someone else about it, and he he was like, "Why can't you ever just?" relax and not have a project going why can't you just play and this is play though this is what I want to do this is what I have fun with Mm -hmm. um and I know that I can stop if I want to stop um so I think I think the distinction is in so when we're talking about early childhood or school or whatever the the grit is definitely something that's imposed on children who are dependent on the adults mm-hmm. and the decisions the adults are making and the expectations the adults mm-hmm. have. When we get older then, like I think what what your quotes I think means maybe for me is it's still a cultural imposition. It's, it's There's still somebody else telling you that you want to do this. It's right. not <laughs> me saying I love to talk about nerdy early childhood stuff so how many people can i trick into joining me (laughs) well if you were forced truly forcing us then that would be grit grit right this is not grit sleepover tm this is not sleepover tm (laughs) i didn't want to come i i i really think that grit is also just like trauma light oh speak to that like, I, I like this idea of it's imposed, somebody else is deciding for you, mm-hmm. let's toughen you up for the real world. Mm-hmm. Let's give you some little bit of trauma. So I so would that want to use you've... the word toxic stress and not trauma, just yes. because okay. I feel like trauma people who light. suffer trauma, yeah. you know, whatever, deserve to like have the term. Yeah, 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 yeah. own thing. Sure. But I feel like toxic stress. Toxic stress, is, yeah. You know. Just, what you're saying. I mean, yeah, just yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. That's all. Just, I don't remember who. Some I heard someone sort of talking about the way they, like, the trauma getting. Was going. it Bethany? Yeah, it was I probably. Feel like I also had a conversation about this and I don't remember who. It was, and, I think. So I think it was you two. It so wasn't far me. this weekend that ends up being yeah. I don't think <laughs> it was me this time, though. But, but like. Yeah, yeah, go Yeah, like, are we, like. Not we, us personally, because we're not using grit, but are the adults <laughs> who are using grit, or were they using it? To make it feel less icky. Like, let me take this thing that I'm doing to children. And call it grit. And, call and it I'm going to call it grit. And we that's are something... really good at euphemisms. Yeah. In the field. Mm-hmm. We are really good at just finding a better word for the that's same true. shitty practice. Right. <laughs> yeah. And how many times are teachers using grit as a way of, like, avoiding their own resurfacing of mm. processing childhood toxic right. stress or childhood trauma mm-hmm. i had to do this so yeah, yeah there is a lot of that like i, I think Instead especially in like spanking doing... conversations that comes up a lot mm-hmm. yeah i don't understand that oh well, right, it happened right. to me so it's okay for everybody mm-hmm. no <laughs> you could make a different choice if that's what you want to do mm-hmm. um but I, I when we're talking about grit in early childhood and just these Higher, higher expectations in quotes because that's a phrase that can be really toxic, I think. Um, it's... I think there is an element, and I talk about it a lot, but the teacher ego 
that gets fed mm -hmm. by the grit narrative. Like, right. I, I want to still be in charge. I want to still be like schoolifying everything. I want mm -hmm. it to be like school so that I can feel like the image of a teacher that I have. Right. And I think on top in of myself. that, there's like a deeper control that is if I make the child do A, they will turn out to be W. Right. Like I, th there's this internal internalized idea of a teacher changes a child into a productive and thing. And voila, you have taught. <laughs> right, right. Like it's just more control and yeah. overestimated influence. I don't yeah. know, like undue influence, wrong influence, bad yeah. influence. Right, but I, I, I think that I think that can come from a place of good intentions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but um, if you believe that people need imposed struggles imposed upon them to succeed in life, sure. Yeah. yeah. So there's a there's a whole lot of right. So I mean, in a sense, too. like it's, so, it's a an adult perspective. Yeah. Right. Because mm -hmm. um, so I've been thinking and about adult priorities. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, a coworker of mine talks a, a lot about. In young, you know, early childhood, kids are developing their identity. Or, well, they're developing a lot of identity, gender right. identity and things too, but also their identity as a learner. Yes. And so it's like learning something where I'm really interested in this, I'm going to try it. And if I like it, because often what kids do, they'll be doing something and if they get good at it, they give another challenge. Keep doing mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm doing this. I can cut out this. Now I want to try to cut out a heart. Or <laughs> I ran up the slide. Yeah. Now I'm going to try to run up the slide. And, uh, and we think balance. that's grit and like stick to itiveness and, and initiative, right. but really what that is, is our brain responding to the pleasure we're having. Right, right, right. <laughs> Doing it so our brain wants to do it again right. and wants to do it differently and wants to try new things. Yeah, and, and, and you'll fail once in a while, but, but this idea of like something that's really hard and a child is crying or a child yeah. is getting frustrated and it's like, no, just keep going. Yeah. It's like that like is... Well, that's getting, like, I think of Lydia Bowers, right, talking about you need to listen to your own body. Mm -hmm. um, I can't think of the name of the book. We listen to our bodies. We listen to our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a brilliant title? It's so good. It's yeah. so good. I was almost there, even. But, um, but I think, it, like, I, I thought when I saw that title, I was like, oh, that's brilliant, because that's the thing we often don't talk about. It's already talking about you know, saying you're mad rather than hitting, yeah. or like all these things. It's like, but if we don't have kids like listen to their bodies and that's what grit is the opposite of don't listen to your body. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do that all the time anyway, though. Like we actively teach children, Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Like right. with everything. In sports. You're not hungry. Yeah. It's not snack time. That's yeah. It's so glorified in sports. I, I mean, right. I, I've thinking about big examples like the Olympic moments when the, whatever the gymnast was, whose name I can't remember, had a Simone fucking Biles. broken ankle. Kara no, Strug. before that. Oh, yeah, Karen Strug. Yeah, yeah. Simone Biles was able to say, like, look, this well, is... Well, I, I wanted to give her a shout-out. And caught a lot of that shit was for amazing. that, but she was so brave. Yeah. But Carrie Struggs, how many times have we watched that right. video over and over? Her ankle is literally broken, yeah. and she sticks it because the country's expectations oh. are right. on her. Um, but it happens, you know, smaller, smaller scale. It's yeah, sports stuff all the time. Right, time right. Because I mean, kids do that. Like, that is like the sort of little league thing yeah. of like, oh, you're fine. Get run out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, run it off. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, what do we do Easy. instead? I mean, we did. We well, said it. We a don't bit. do grit, Mike. So, what do we do? <laughs> anti grit. We <laughs> chant. <laughs> it's okay to quit. Anti grit. We polish. We, we, polish. we go smooth. Uh huh. 
You know what you well, use to polish, right? What? You know what you use to polish, right? No. Sandpaper. Grip. Ah! <laughs> Liz with the reality check. Uh, but uh, um, I was check. just. You could use a glass file. They work better. So. Uh, I was You're just still reading something. Yeah. Okay. Something. Fine. <laughs> something here. Would you? Please, I'm trying to. Bethany. Um, I've been reading uh, Slow Girl Knowledge listening. and the Unhurried Child by Allison Clark. By Allison Clark, and. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Like, way to bring it to like actual. It totally voice. looked like Mike was. <laughs> Sorry, maybe he was like, like wrap it up, oh, no. <laughs> wrap it up. No, we're I not was, ready for this. I was trying to encourage you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. <laughs> so there was. I I just uh, this morning read a passage. <laughs> shut up. Can <laughs> you take care of Mike so Bethany can finish her thought? Okay. Um, a passage where they're talking about. Um, like slow materials, so like clay, trees, mm-hmm. things like that that are like trees. <laughs> trees are slow. They are really slow. Really slow. Have you seen an ant? <laughs> <laughs> like you're climbing the tree, you want to go higher, and you have to wait till it grows. <laughs> no climbing involved. Wait, no, hang on. Really sorry, I mentioned the trees. Um, <laughs> Really sorry about that. But then they were talking about you were, like you were fine. It's the problem is us. The, yes. It lives in us. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Talking about Bethany. Uh, we're gonna get dinged for copyright. Um, I sang it so poorly, nobody will notice. Um, anyway, but okay. To the point. To the point is that like when you look at like the rocks in a creek yeah. and they're smooth like it has taken time mm. so much for yeah. those rocks There's to smooth out <laughs> and sorry for all the stuff that came before this before i got to don't the smooth be rock sorry. that was beautiful yeah because it was your fault yeah it was the end don't be sorry process. because it was my fault <laughs> yeah we were trying to unhurry it yeah yeah well um, that is a good that is a yeah. good example i so the if the question is how do we ungrit yeah part of it is just slow down <laughs> But also the other thing I like is using materials where, you know, it is like this slower, like it slows you down. It's like you're, like when you work with clay, oh, it didn't work the way you want. You just kind of change it. Yeah. And if it's not working, I don't know, like. Then you just dump it back in the water and start again. Exactly. So this is two different ways of looking at that that instant gratification thing, right? The kids these days, all they want is that immediate days. So is it, are we pushing them through it with grit and force or are we allowing them to experience it with clay right like that's the distinction like how are they experiencing that delayed gratification or trying and trying and trying and trying and trying right and how do you support that practicing mentality like i'm trying and learning and practicing as opposed to the like you let them take the break. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, and even ask him, do you want right. to try it again? Versus, because yeah. I feel like sometimes we can jump to, let's try that again. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah. And, and, or even just, ju- even focus on the other and don't say anything and yeah. let them decide mm-hmm. if they're going back to it or are they yeah. moving on. I was thinking on. about feedback I got on a lesson plan once. Um, that I was working with one-year-olds, but a lot it was a one-year-old room, but a lot of them had turned two, and were, you know that thing where they're waiting for room to move up into their whatever, and the, the feedback was like, like I had the same activities every day. I had to fill out this this form, but I had the same things every day, 
and the feedback was, um, your toddlers are going to get bored mm-hmm. if you with repeating things. It's like, have you ever met a toddler? Like, that's that repetition. Trains. Is anti. Trains, 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 trains. Yeah, and you know, every time they do it, they get a little bit of a different experience with it. Uh, maybe today they were really nervous about the materials. Yeah, or they were really worried about touching the paints or whatever. But tomorrow, they watched some of their co- classmates do it today. So tomorrow they try it and, and it and it's it it's open ended materials too. Mm-hmm. I mean but that's we, the other part. But we, we don't value it, right? Mm-hmm. We the global we, not we. Well, it, it's interesting because we don't value that, but. We also, on the flip side, though not the global we, not the the us we, on the flip flop, um, we get so upset with children who don't focus on things. Yes. Mm -hmm. But we interrupt them constantly. Yeah. And like, I can't, like, I had a a friend, and when I was nannying, her daughter was the same age as the, as you, the child that I was nannying. Okay. And she was always like, well, how do you get her to, play with X, Y, or Z or whatever. And I'm like, well, I just leave her alone. And like, she just does yeah. what she's going to do. Yeah. She's like, well, I bought all these things and we tried this and that and this and that. And I'm like, well, just like, don't buy anything and just see what happens. Like, yeah. just Yeah. So yeah. I, I want to just use like, go along with that story then. And, um, so some of us have young children, but just thinking when Remus was yeah, a little me. kid, like their favorite <laughs> toy were just these little Samples for architects for like different like countertop materials and oh, backsplashes yeah. and things, oh, yeah. and that's all we had. Yeah, or not all we had. <laughs> that's all we had. Wow, and some government cheese. <laughs> we ate it plain on bread. <laughs> no, but in Sorry. this bin. Yeah, yeah. That's all we had. I just called it magic blocks. Uh huh. And nothing oh. actually stacked. Yeah. But it was like the favorite toy. Kids would come over and like. What's this? <laughs> and it was the thing of like, and then they start to play with it, and it, uh-huh. there's nothing to tell you how to play with it. Uh-huh. Nothing's going to stand easily. Yeah. yeah. But it would just get used all the time. Yeah. And there is something about having, I mean, so it's a loose parts like pitch or yeah. treasure basket pitch, mm-hmm. right? But I'm curious if other people have like favorite things obviously boxes is a favorite of Aurelio mm. loves to raid the pantry any cans oh, yeah. or jars mm-hmm. Good he's so much more interested yeah. in that than anything else but yeah stacking like those 15 ounce soup cans mm-hmm. oh, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> we went to um so we lived in nebraska at the time and we went to north dakota when curtis josie was a baby so curtis would have been too and uh curtis literally i don't can't remember how long the trip was but it's hours it's a long drive Curtis had just one of those old metallic band-aid things, oh. and he would pop oh it shut gosh. and then squeeze, squeeze it, and it, it would pop open, and he'd pop it That was shut like and my favorite it. toy as a kid. Yeah, and he was like into it for hours oh, on that yeah. trip. And so I guess if we want to take this back to how do we get away from grit, we have to put more effort into understanding what really captures children's attention and what a more appropriate goal you know, we have to we have to understand children's learning and really appreciate well. Tiffany, what was. Yeah. Tiffany, Tiffany just grabbed the table. <laughs> Everybody back because I have an incredibly competitive and extroverted child oh. that doesn't want anything to do with things. Oh, and I think that's another part of the grit conversation mm-hmm. and of like education conversation that 
all of the play he wants to do is social play. Mm -hmm. He wants to be with a person having a conversation. And when that gets challenging, he gets really upset. But that's like where he's seeking the fun. Mm -hmm. And I think that that part of the grit conversation is that like, it's not always about the thing that they're doing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Can, that's a good yeah, point. It can, yeah, it can also be about, like, I am trying to get this teacher to do this thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I, it's the interaction. Mm-hmm. It's sure. not that I don't know how to color. Mm-hmm. It's that I want to figure out how to get people to do things for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what works and what doesn't. And, yeah. like, that social mm-hmm. level of yeah. grit. I think I think have. For, for all yeah. of these stories, though, then, it's, the idea comes from the child. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's right. not... Right. Me deciding and appreciating what, what the child is, is doing. We are waiting and listening and watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's me. No, what? I had nothing. I had nothing. Okay. No, don't look at me, Mike. Mike, Mike's <laughs> trying to wrap me up. <laughs> well, that, uh, no, that was me. I was. Oh, now I'm being a host. Sorry, but Go uh, ahead. like host away. It I've seems got it. like <laughs> schema play theory might come in handy here, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like appreciating mm-hmm. what kids are doing, regardless of whether I mean, it's. That, that is part a big part of the appeal for me is because it's such, such stuff that's so I know I'm struggling <laughs> apparently mundane right like they're this is just a kid doing a weird thing <laughs> I don't know why Mike just showed me a well you said stuff so it's a it's a double stuff um anyway it's the most stuffed it's the most stuffed and um I don't know what I was talking about <laughs> schema schema mundanity mundanity <laughs> and really oh the mundanity being, but, being a, but being a really useful lens it can be really overwhelming to think okay but i don't know sometimes what the child is telling me they're interested oh yeah in. mm-hmm. so yeah if we want to go down a schema path schema schemas in children's play give us a clue and it's really accessible like here are eight possibilities right that they could be trying out and it's not always the answer but it's something and sometimes you don't but it's important to like therefore your classroom practice. has a variety of materials yes. and space and time happen. to use materials yeah. and the material might just be their own body yeah might mm-hmm. be them or their interaction interactions with yeah. others yeah. yeah and then we as teachers need to let go of our control yeah to let and them slow <laughs> slow our roll let go of control <laughs> Right, our role isn't doesn't even rhyme. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Liz wasn't a cheerleader. I'm sorry. Neither was I. Neither was I. Neither was I, I am photos. That's right. I didn't get accepted. Um, I think this has to do also Wait, with the don't idea. Don't forget what you were gonna say. Sorry. Yeah. I what were you gonna say? Off completely. Oh, I was just saying appropriate support doesn't mean so we give children time, we give children space, and we also give children guidance and guidance. empathy and warmth yes. and kindness yeah. and interactions and compassion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. Just that. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much gesturing happening. Why we don't actually record in the same room all the time. Right? It's not about the state thing. This is, yeah, this is a very new dynamic. Mm-hmm. What, tip, um, what? That, like, the idea of a teacher and this idea of scaffolding and pushing kids mm-hmm. through, pushing kids the teachable like, to moment. the zone of proximal development, yeah. like, how much of that grit conversation is just like, as a teacher, I'm supposed to challenge you. Right. I can tell you're challenged right. because there yeah, are tears yeah, yeah. streaming down your face. <laughs> like, and how is that what earlier was about when you guys were making me cry? Yeah, you were just trying to teach me some grit? We weren't uh-huh. making you cry. We were laughing at you crying, making yourself cry. Oh, that sounds better. That's better. <laughs> I just, I'm all about Way to sell it. accuracy <laughs> and realism. I don't know if you know that about me. 
Oh, I feel put on the spot now. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'll just push through <laughs> it though. Who invented, I, who invented who invented grit? Like, where did this idea? Oh, there is. Was it Duckworth? Angela Duckworth invented grit. I don't yeah, know if she invented well, it, but, that's, but she, the thing is, she was describing something. This is one of those. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but also, I if my memory is correct, that she was just kind of trying to describe. Um, observing children and noticing that's a set of characteristics, a set yeah. of characteristics, not uh, what we yeah. do yeah. to kids, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that okay. I think was well. And it, I think it, it got yeah, it yeah. got lost in translation, like Liz just said, and Mike talked over her, so I had to say it louder. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse but, me, I'm trying to mansplain. Yeah. He was but at, this at is why we invited. Yeah, I did. I pretty much order him to talk there. Okay, go ahead. Bethany what? Sorry, Bethany Splain, please. Bethany Splain. Liz was right. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. What did you say, though? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that... The message is, yeah, describing how children succeed, and we as adults all take it as, this is how we make children succeed. Right. Mm -hmm. Here's the formula. She wrote this formula down. So now we have to do... What she saw. And that's what I see, like, the worry I have with schema oh, play you, theory, oh, right, okay, yeah. is that yes. people, oh, okay, therefore I'll make kids spin things. Right. Yeah. I need to make Put sure. the thing in the box. I need to make today's trajectory day. 9.30 yeah, is trajectory time. <laughs> Bethany just threw something. It was a dowel rod. It was half, half of a dowel rod. Um, yes, I think that's, that's true. We have to be really conscientious right. about how we use it. And how we talk about it, any anything, but yeah, we we really mess mess good stuff, good ideas up. And then mm-hmm. we teacher five parents, like we were talking yeah. last night teacher about five oh. teacher five parents. Oh. There's this <clears throat> and terrified rough. parents, or maybe you that meant too. that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean the the idea of parents as the child's first teacher has seeped into popular culture. That as is a weird phrase too. That I'm fucking grinding all the time. Yeah. If you're not intellectually stimulating your child appropriately, they'll never succeed in life. Yeah. And, um, no, you just need to spend time with them. Hang out with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take them to the park sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and like right. Brian and I, like as new parents, our goal is to like raise a mediocre child. Yeah. Like yeah, somebody who's a... like, like he has interests, he gets excited about things. Yes. He follows his passions, but like he kind of just like get, goes through it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he yeah. doesn't need... Mm-hmm to do anything spectacular because right. that's just exhausting yeah. for everyone involved. We've, right. We've sucked the joy out of families because our goal as parents isn't to enjoy our time with our children. It's to raise the uber human. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just saw, Never mind. <laughs> I was going to share something that I don't want to share. Unsend. It wasn't, it wasn't unsend that message. <laughs> Tiffany. Tell us about how mediocre your children are. <laughs> I, we also are striving for mediocre children. 
We're striving for happy children. I was gonna say, yeah. I just, I was, it was, the happiness was the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I'll use an example yeah. now since my kid is mediocre. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> I have achieved peak mediocrity. No, but, but here's the thing, right? Because I think of it more as like kind of letting the child discover who they are mm-hmm. rather than have, well, oh, this yeah. is the trajectory. Mm-hmm. And so for uh, my or child. Putting them in everything so that yeah. they can figure out Well, my out which child, they did best. start college yes. and they were like pretty clear, like this isn't right for me. Mm-hmm. And... So then it was okay. Let's not do that. What feels writer? Yeah. So what feels writer? Um, And and they want to get into theater, but they don't want to go to school for theater. They Mm -hmm. want to work in theater. Mm -hmm. And then if they decide, whatever, I'm getting more into production, or I'm getting into acting, or I'm getting into writing, then they say maybe I'll go to college eventually. If that's what seems. And like the right trajectory, but if I want to do this, I just want to do, do it. it. Yeah, that's another. And I think that's pitfall. college is one of those. I was ones. just yeah, it's another mm-hmm. pitfall of the whole grit narrative thing is this idea of college being the ultimate end, yes. and not going to college being a failure yeah. or going to a that's community college. You know, I teach at a mm-hmm. community yeah. college. Going to community yeah. college is not as gritty as going to a four-year college. Yeah. It's all garbage. Yeah. Well, and I find it interesting. Like my husband went to. Um, Johns Hopkins University. Nice. And so, like, <laughs> like, way to undermine the point there, Heather. <laughs> no, but what did you do? Yeah. Uh, well, I am a college dropout. <laughs> and but I, I, yeah, I both of you dropout. succeeded. Yeah, but that wasn't the point. The point was that he. Come on, Mike. I'm so sorry. he he went to school, and um, you know, all of his friends were pre med. This, you know bioengineering, yeah. all this stuff. And like two of his most successful friends like got their degrees and have a business where they go in and tear down machines mm-hmm. in warehouses and sell them and then transport them and rebuild them. Yeah. And it's like, like need... why, like they didn't need this right. for your degree. I know so many people who don't do what their big hustle. And it's like, degree. yeah, well, but, but, but you. if you, if, if these guys had been like, you know what, we're going to buy this <laughs> giant thing without a, everybody would be like, well, that's weird. And you should go to college. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it's weird that they get this pass because they went to like mm-hmm. unknown university and like paid Sorry. them a lot of money. Give me my stick back. Right. I had a, I was oh. doing a thing. She's got a thing. Boop. So you can't the breast is off the table. with it anymore while you're talking. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Uh, yeah. Oh, it had made me think of it's something. Gone. Now I forgot. I'm sorry, I ruined John Hopkins. <laughs> John Hopkins. Yeah, it was something about. Um... Bethany is also successful. Yes. But... Now who's mansplaining? <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, but uh, like just that idea that we have these trajectories of what's successful, what's yeah. not, and um, oh, I know what it was. The pandemic really helped us see, like, what did we call essential workers? Yeah. We did need people who could create a vaccine. <laughs> we did need people who could help people who were really sick and close to dying. We also needed people yeah. to grow food, to process food, to distribute food. To deliver our groceries. To, to deliver, deliver our, our groceries. groceries. And none of those are less successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. I saw this... Uh, I remember, you know, I, I, I wish I could give credit to the person, but it was, you know, a comic where they were, 
one parent is telling her child, you see, if you're not, oh you yeah, know, if you don't stick to going to school, you might end up sweeping like that person. Yes. And the other mom says, you see that? If you don't treat other people with care, you might end up like, you know, being like that jerk. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, you know, because it's like that. what yeah. we want to do is raise people. People. That are There's people. A key word. God. They're yes. not consumers and uh, what's the word? Contributors. Contributors. They are people. Yeah. And that also is why people with disabilities are often considered yeah. lesser than because they're not producing enough right. or yes. you know, they're not the And people, the disabled people really struggle with that. Like yeah. the feeling that I'm not productive. And so how do people see me? That's hard. Yeah. And all the inspiration porn on, look how successful this person with Down syndrome is because yeah. they're right. working. Because yeah. they're grit. Yeah. Because of their grit. Yeah. They're grit. Because they're making less than minimum wage. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole other, whole nother episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to. Yeah. This one's. Who about, is hosting here? I am. What? Are, is this a wrap it up? Now. Yeah. All right. I'm getting. My producer is telling me. <laughs> is up. I'm getting the wrap it up uh, signal Sign. from Bethany. So this has been <laughs> another episode of That Early Childhood Nerd. Waka waka. Waka waka. <laughs> That's how you know the joke is over. <laughs> best outro yet yeah. that was a really good one it, you went like hard and strong on that i liked it i was running out of that's what she said yeah oh <laughs> i was running out of um how long am i gonna let it go is it still recording it is well yeah. for the the oh for the for the for the outtakes for the patreon for our only fans and that's the show. Now go get your nerd on. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.